Okay, let's do this fucking shit. Uh, welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside. As always, I am Robert, and with me is Arlo Jumper and David Rodriguez. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up, man? Chilling, man, chilling. Glad to be back after a week break. Um, get the, we got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, and then uh, we have a good uh, friend of ours, Esteban Payan, who's going to be joining us to talk about uh, his uh, MMA, bare knuckle, and boxing career. Um, quick shout out to Rudy Lara making this happen in the background. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, quick shout out to uh, one of our sponsors, uh, Rio Grande Hemp Company. Um, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. If anybody out there that owns a company or whatever that wants to sponsor us, um, you can reach out to me, Arlo, David, or to Rudy. Um, shout out to all the fans and everybody that's watching tonight. Um, Quick shout out uh, to Rudy. I uh, really appreciate it. All right, guys. What, uh, what, what exciting news do you guys have in the combat sports world before we get into our subjects here? Man, as always, news. <laughs> you uh, now did I read this right somewhere that they're, they're saying Diaz is retiring? Ah, perfect way to start the show again. Let's go there. Now, now, now did he's I read that right? He's he's retiring because he's uh going on a tour. Okay, a yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. This so is he's, one he's, thing that. He's dropping yeah. that mixtape <laughs> <laughs> with his brother Nick. <laughs> between Go for David, you you take this, man. Yeah, between Rob and I, I mean, when I heard the news, when I, I knew exactly what this is about, Rob, because we did hear from somebody that's close to Nate uh, prior to the fight that yep. win or lose, this was going to happen, and it has a lot to do with uh, Game Up Nutrition, uh, the company that him and his brother Nick own. Um, they're going to be going around to uh, – they had a pop-up store in New York when they were in New York. Um, so we kind of knew before this happened – I mean, it's Nate Diaz, so anything that he tweets out, that he posts, uh, people are going to, you know, take it and run with it. But as far as Nate uh, getting back into the cage, um, yeah, he definitely needs to heal up. Uh, we all know what happened about the cut. Um, so he, he definitely probably going to take some time off. But, yeah, this tour thing, uh, we've seen it coming. Rob and I, um, when I heard the news, I mean, it's it's Nathan Diaz, man. And, you know, win or lose, it was going to happen. And we, we, we knew that, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, we already knew what, what was in the works. Um, we had a we had a little conference call with uh, the source that's close to Nate and Nick Nick and Nate, and uh, you know we we already knew what was going to happen. I mean, win or lose, like you said, this tour is going to happen. Um, 
Uh, I don't know if we can talk about it yet, but uh, we're just waiting to uh, have another call no. to iron out everything that we're trying to do um, for Five Book MMA and uh, everybody that's involved with Five Book MMA. Um, so once once we get that done, everybody's going to know about it. Yeah, and as far as like Nate, I mean, him, everything that unfolded at 244, you know, the controversial thing with the cut, the stoppage. Um, I know there was like the doctor coming out and uh, kind of blasting MMA and, uh, you know, the fans of Nate, uh, people reaching out to him, like death threats and harassing comments and stuff like that. So that kind of was pretty shitty that that did happen that way. But very controversial. New York, uh, New York Athletic Commission has had some controversial things happen before. But on this type of fight, this big stage, um, we, that cut, I mean, we've seen it happen in, uh, Nate mentioned in the in the press conference afterwards, same cut as the Pettis fight. Um, during camp, it reopened. Um, Nate Diaz is just prone to them nasty cuts. And I mean, it was a pretty bad one. Um, he was losing the fight. I mean, he was down three rounds to zero. Um, the fans booed. I mean, it was kind of a, you know, a, a kind of a shitty ending, but it is what it is. Uh, Jorge was the better man that night on a big stage. Um, props to Nate though for uh, for making it happen because we all know Nate was the guy to to create this uh, this event. Uh, Dana White was down with it, created the belt, and uh, it all unfolded the way it did. So kind of disappointed that Nate you know took the loss he did, but shit, I mean he made it happen. Jorge's career is gonna truly benefit big time from it, and Nate will be back. Damn sure he'll be back. Now, do you all think it lived up to the hype? Robert. No, no, I didn't think so either. I, I didn't no. want to say it. I wanted to hear you all's opinion first. I I didn't think it did. I didn't think it did. Uh, the fight. Uh, me and Dave kind of had this discussion earlier. Dave was posting on his <laughs> Facebook time on his uh, Facebook story of most punches, most strikes landed. And by a UFC fighter, number one was was Nate Diaz. Yeah. And I, of course, you know, I'm the king of being a dickhead. I'm working <laughs> on that, fellas. So I messaged him <laughs> with only five knockouts. Plenty <laughs> of submissions, said, but yeah, you're right. Yep. I said I said quality over quantity. <laughs> but True. to me, to me, that really showed that quantity over quality, that fight. Because when he would land on Jorge, Jorge just ate it and walked through it. I remember him pressing him against that cage, smiling over his shoulder, just cheesing at his corner or someone's corner. And he's just smiling. Yeah, I think it was his corner. Because there was yeah. nothing. And, and I'll tell you what, and I didn't think this was going to happen. I kept saying, me and Berto took a phone call, uh, I think Friday. And I told Berto, I said, I think Jorge's going to run out of gas in the fifth and going to get, is, is get submitted in the mm -hmm. fifth round. After watching that fight, I don't think that was going to happen. I think Nick would have got stopped because when he would hit him in that body, he was folding him, folding him every time he hit him. He was fixing to stop him. And I think that's enough. And back to the cut issue of the whole thing, not living up to the height. Was it an early stoppage? I'm going to say no, because I've told everybody this a thousand times. I said there's three people that's in that that's in that ring, in that cage, that's there to protect the fighter from the fighter. Number one's his corner. 
Number two is the ref. Number three is the doctor. We we knew we know damn well the corner was not going to stop it, and that ref was not going to stop it because they're all UFC payroll. Mm-hmm. They're all big time payroll. That doctor, if he if he calls a, if he calls and pisses the crowd off, guess what? He's still going to go back to his practice and make millions of dollars. Hey, he, he don't give a shit. I um, we're gonna have some breaking news coming through. Some pretty big news, especially if you're a boxing fan. Um, I'm just waiting for a little bit more information. I'll get back. All right. right you're gonna hear. <laughs> you're gonna hear it here first. Whatever it is, hopefully it's not Masvidal versus Canelo. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed if if that's the fight for fucking Cinco de Mayo because it should have been Ward versus fucking Canelo. I'm just waiting okay. on, on my source to send me the rest of the info, and we're gonna have it up on the website. But we're gonna break it here first, bro. So. Okay. Uh, like I said, so so like I said, back with the eye cut thing. I like I said, the the doctor, the ref, the corner, the ref, the doctor, all the three people that's got to protect the fighter from the fighter. And the main thing I think what stopped it wasn't just the fact of the cut; it was the fact that when it wasn't really bleeding in that third round, you know, the ref, whoever his cut man is, was pretty damn good mm-hmm. drawing that cut out. Packing it enough with uh, enough with visine and everything else to dry that cut out. He he, but still in that third round, what got me was when Diaz kept going, kept pawing at it. He ain't seeing out of that eye. He thinks there's something in it. That's that always draws up concern when I'm watching fights. I'll sit there and he kept going. Yeah, and it's because he yeah, can't it see out of. Yeah, and it happened so fast, too. Like, right out the gates, uh, there was, like, yep. the clinch where he landed the elbow. And I think that may have been something that uh, Jorge's seen because in the lead-up to the fight, if you see Nate's face, you could clearly see that. You could see the cut that he said that it reopened in camp. It's from the Pettis fight. And also there was, like, a, a rumor of, like, a knee injury that Nate had been, you know, hadn't mm-hmm. been able to run. And, you know what I mean? Nate's known for the cardio. A lot of his uh, punt, you know, it's all in his legs, and, his, and the power comes from there. So mm-hmm. I think that's something that played into the fight. Uh, props to Nate for not backing out because you know the Diaz brothers are not known for backing out of any type of fight, especially on this big stage, big payday. So that was something else adding to it. But man, Jorge put it on him quick, and uh, he opened that cut up right away. Mm-hmm. And I mean, right right off the gate, uh, it, Nate was in trouble. He nearly got finished in the first round. We've never seen that before. Now, coming from a boxing standpoint, and you all, you all know some boxing too. Uh, a lot of boxers, when we get a bad gash. And I mean like a real bad gash, like those kind of gashes that are going to stay with you, like Tyson Fury's gash. They tend to go to a uh, – just because they'll get it stitched up that night, a lot of times the person that closes it the next day is a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. They bring in plastic surgeons to actually seal those cuts up. I, I think a lot more UFC fighters need to start looking into that only because they get that they get that tear worse than boxers because they get elbowed. They mm-hmm. get they get parts of the bones that can hit them, not just a punch with a glove on it. So I think that's something these guys really need to start looking looking into. Uh because with Diaz, that's not that first time that cut's been there. That cut if you dig through his all of a lot of his old fights, he always he always gets that cut right here. It's just starting to grow as he's getting older. The elasticity out of your skin is starting to not be as elasticity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's 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 why I think that's where he needs to uh, start having people look at that. 
and maybe sealing those cuts up for them instead of just getting it getting it done for free at the uh, the arena and then you go home. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> because technically they'll probably pay for it because it's on fight night. You know, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. I remember Mike Tyson fighting. I can't remember who he was fighting, and he had to have someone. He had to have a plastic surgeon seal one of his cuts. And Mike wow. never suffered from really too bad of cut problems after that, you know. So that's probably something them boys need to start looking into. But uh, speaking yeah. of, so like I said, I agree it didn't live up to the hype. Berto, you don't think it lived up to the hype? No, I I, I expected more um, more engaging. Not not so much where it, like I expected Nate to be Nate, but obviously. He did have a hurt knee. He didn't do his, you know, he wasn't able to run. Uh, Masvidal was just dominating the fight, man. So for this fight to be the BMF, which is the baddest motherfucker, those two guys should have just been at it from the first round. You know, trying to prove the, the who is the BMF, right? But I didn't see it. I just saw just another regular, you know, Three round, four round fight, just like any other any other card, any other fight. Um, it just wasn't it wasn't that that exciting, like how they've been hyping it through the this whatever three three or four weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it just wasn't it wasn't the 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 BMF fight that I was wanting to see, even though I really didn't give a damn about the belt. Um, <laughs> you wanted to see the fight and to give a fuck about the belt. Yes, mm-hmm. and I wanted. I wanted to. I wanted to see the the fight that everybody wanted to see, and it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. And, and part of that, the hype uh, not living up to. I think The Rock kind of ruined it too. That that's Horribly. my opinion. Yeah. Horribly, dude. I couldn't <laughs> even watch you all's pre-fight stuff that you are posting. The little video clips, I couldn't watch them. Okay, what piss? I'm sorry. I'm gonna rant on this one. Damn you, David Frank. <laughs> Because I'm sitting there watching The Rock stand backstage, slapping this belt. Calm your big ass down. You're going to get hurt. You are good. <laughs> this is real life, big dog. You need to take your fake ass and not be sitting here pretending you're going to walk out to a WWE crowd. Then you stop, raise it up in the air. They call the, uh, the fight because of the cut. and He gets all pissed off looking in the cage. You ain't got you, all you supposed to do is present that title. You doing way too much on camera, homie. Yeah, all you, yeah. all your, all your job was was to walk out, put it around the man's way, not stand there and huff and puff and walk around like it. What are you gonna do? Every dude in that locker room will beat your ass. They'll roll, <laughs> your, they'll roll your big non-flexible ass up in a pretzel and pop every ligament in your body. And plus, you know it's I mean? the New York crowd too. I mean, it's the New York uh, Madison Square Garden. I mean, they'll boo the damn Yankees. So yeah. the way this. The way the fight ended, the way it did, I mean, I didn't that reaction. I kind of expected it because everybody wanted to see what would have played out if it went to a decision or so. Mm-hmm. But fight was getting good. I mean, Nate was getting tagged up. The cut happened, but uh, yeah, I definitely think that the Rock and the whole fucking lead up with him slapping the belt definitely ruined the hype. And him coming it out, like, uh, getting introduced, was Killed pretty. Hard. <laughs> I didn't even what watch would you, that. What would you say about the? Um... <laughs> Diaz, uh, you know, coming back strong in the later rounds, man. Do you think he had a, a chance to do it? I did, but I don't know. 
round four would have been really interesting to see. But I mean, Nate was, I mean, he, he was getting hit and he didn't have, you know, he didn't have the power in the first round, he, the much damage as he took, Jorge took the fight to him right away. And um, it mm -hmm. kind of showed that there was, there was a clear difference that Masvidal has been, you know, get the fresher guy. Nate had a war with Pettis. Masvidal's coming off of three seconds uh, over Ben Askren. So there you have it. You know, Jorge is, is the man and the better man that night for sure. I think the difference maker for the rest of that fight out was going to be the body work that Jorge was doing. Jorge was doing some damn good body work. And I think that was slowly that was slowly breaking Diaz down. I think that really would have showed in the fourth round, carried over to the fifth round. And I think he probably would have got stopped in the late in somewhere in the mid to late fifth round. He I could have been Masvidal. Masvidal could have been the first fighter to stop and knock out Diaz. Yeah, if it went to the fourth or the fifth round, just because when you see him, uh, Masvidal, when he kicked uh, Diaz in the in the stomach. He folded, yeah. and he went straight to the mat and told uh, Masvidal, come down here to my world. And I'll tell you something I like that Masvidal did when, when Diaz did that. First thing he did was he hit him in the stomach. Did you did y'all see that body shot he threw? Mm -hmm. from, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't see that that often. Everyone goes head hunting. That was one of the smartest shots I've seen from – the guy standing and the guy being on the ground. I was like, damn, I've never seen that. Now, hell, I never thought of it. But when he did <laughs> that, he folded again on the ground. Yep. You know, he didn't like any of those shots. So I, I, I think he really found maybe a chink in Diaz's armor, and it's that he's, a, he's got a soft body. Because if you notice, once he attacked and he hit the ground, and then he hit him from standing up on the ground, every chance he had, he'd hit him in the body. He'd back him up in that cage. Diaz puts his hands up. Boom, he dug a left hook to the body. And, and I mm -hmm. think that was eventually going to end up stopping him because Diaz, Diaz is uh, too much of, of, of a fighter to not keep fighting. Diaz is going to try to keep fighting. I mean, that's just – that's in him. Kill uh, be I, and, and, and I can respect that. And that's – so I think he would have – he would have got – he would have got KO'd at some point in that fourth or fifth. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Nate's going to heal up. He's going to go uh, on that tour that he's uh, going to be promoting his uh, mixtape. His 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 <laughs> his mixtape. He's going. Uh, him and his brother are going to be uh, promoting. You know, Game Up, which is their company, and uh, you know, soon uh, we'll be able to uh, say what we're going to be doing with them as well. Um, Obviously, I mean that that just tells you where we're gonna have some part of the company uh, with them, but uh, you know we can't really say how or what we're gonna be doing until you know until me and David get all this uh, ironed out. But um, hey, one question was answered though that we were wondering going into it though, and is if the BMF bell is it gonna be defended? Masvidal said no, it's a one-time thing. And I think, Arlo, you said it's a one-time thing. We thought maybe it could be a rematch or so, but that's probably the only time that it possibly will be defended again if it does happen. But according to Masvidal, it's just one time and he wants, you know, the welterweight title shot. Yeah. Yep. Well, the true, BMF, the, the true BMF champ is, to, is you know, is a doctor. <laughs> Or the rock. We have to talk all around. Ah, fuck the, the rock. It's we the doctor. We have to talk all around of the, 
the, the, the doctor is a true BMF winner right there, man, because he stopped the fight knowing that everybody was going to hate on him. He said, fuck y'all. I'm the bad motherfucker. Everything. He did, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's a true BMF right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that he is, man. I mean, but he knew he was going to take it. He knew he was going to take it. Yeah, he was doing yeah, his good job. job. Good job I mean, he was doing his job. job. Yeah. No, yeah, but running down the card, though, I mean, the rest of the card was very, I mean, some great fights throughout the night. Some New York guys showing up, getting some great wins. Um, I don't know what your guys' favorite fight of the night was, but there was some definite KOs that were pretty awesome. The Dude, Walker, the Kevin Lee. Yeah, Gregor Gillespie getting killed. That was pretty wild. Holy shit, man. When I saw Kevin Lee connect that kick and just dropped uh gregor like like if he was just chopping a tree and he said it's done i mean that lead lost yeah he would have been out the door but with this win yeah he trains with faras sahabi now so obviously a good uh, camp move where he's probably going to get another high profile fight beat an undefeated mm -hmm. gregor gillespie in his backyard and it's one of those things though you fight those guys fight somebody in their backyard like that or i tend to not pick uh the hometown boys but there was a few good wins and we've seen a hype train derailed though we were talking about the light heavyweight division last time we're on the show seeing johnny walker go in there and do a little anderson silva kind of fucking around and what happened to him who knew Corey anderson uh put him out on his feet so impressive stuff there Corey anderson was a fucking beast man yeah i knew that was gonna happen that, I only like I only like, I only like johnny walker's black label so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, the no, that... that's a real bad motherfucker right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, guys, shit. so uh, breaking news coming to you live. Um, boxer Omar, Omar Figueroa, pretty sure you know who that is, Roberto uh -huh. Arlo. He uh -huh. got arrested. got arrested a little <clears throat> while ago, speeding, racing on the highway. <laughs> So yeah, man, that is uh, pretty bad. Yeah, you're good. You get some serious ass trouble racing on them highways, man. Especially at them speeds. Dumbass. Like, come on, man. Why? Why you gotta be speeding on the freeway? Wasn't he the one with the hot sister? Yep. That's the best analogy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did she come in at the weigh-ins uh, wearing a, a one piece or something like that? Yeah, oh, she fight, wore, what? She he fought like uh, he fought and lost, didn't he? His last fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wear whatever she wants. <laughs> 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 I, was like, yeah. I was like, Omar. I was like, yeah, I think Omar's one of the fine-ass sisters. <laughs> I told you, one of these, one of these days, bro, get busted in the mouth. Your ass is going to be calling me from jail, wherever you're at. Rob, come get me out of jail. <laughs> I just got my ass beat by a fighter. <laughs> we'll have more information hey. about it on our website after the show. But I'm going to tell you this. 
I can take a beating. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get a few licks in. I ain't going out like a punk. <laughs> your your boy still got a few quick ones left in him. <laughs> I at least want to say, man, I touched that pool on the chin one time. <laughs> I'm probably just gonna swing on him if they come up and say, "Hey, you are a little jumper for five book of a Bay City ringside." Boom! I'm just hitting them right now <laughs> because I already know what's coming next. <laughs> Are you guys gonna affect his boxing career in any way? Or nah. <laughs> nah. It won't it won't affect his career. Because he's got a hot sister. Yeah, everybody wants to see his Probably. sister weigh in, so they'll bring him in. Oh yeah. He'll oh, be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of boxing, did you see the uh did y'all see the Canelo Kavala fight? Yes. This guy right here. Yeah, that guy just hanging that guy, that guy hanging you on your basement. You have him in your dungeon. Yeah, he's getting ready to spar David. Fix the spar David when the show's over. Y'all didn't know Dave had it like that, did y'all? Canelo hanging out in his dungeon. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's also mentioned about the two forty four main event, how the everything was delayed, so it was right on time. Canelo and the, the, everything was like planned out. You know what I mean? The fight. That's why the the MMA conspiracy people were thinking. Oh, the fight got stopped. They held out until you know, so everybody can enjoy the the main event. You know, the Canelo fight. So I, uh, I don't, I don't think they should have held out. Fucking, you're running against it. Just, just let the fucking fight go. I think yeah. Canelo probably would have ended the fight sooner had they not held out that hour. Because when I get my hands taped, that means the next step is I glove up, I warm up, we go out there at showtime. So Canelo taped up, gloved up. Sit on the couch. Man, that's, that's a whole lot of psyche issues right there on your head. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing steam. I'm not thinking of – I'm not even thinking of fighting. I'm probably thinking, damn, I'm hungry as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then what, to fight, to fight at midnight, almost close to 1 o'clock in yeah. the morning? I mean, ridiculous. come on. That's ridiculous. Uh, and then, sadly, their main event was, was a better showing than the BMF main event. Yeah, I agree, too. I agree with that. Because I'll say Kovalov, if Kovalov had more, uh, what's the words I'm looking for here? Kovalov had more, uh, if he believed more in his chin, he had a chance of doing some damage to Canelo because his height and his reach in those early rounds was giving Canelo some difficulties. The rounds he won, he used that jab and step back, step back, put a two in there, jab, jab, step back, two. And Canelo played the 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 stalker role this time and just hunted him. And Canelo really didn't cut corners off when I watched him. He just chased him and used his quick hands. And I think, I think honestly, like I said, had he not took that hour off, no, nah, I think he went out there and just made quick work of him. But I think he was trying to find his groove, get everything rolling. And I mean, even when even when Kovalov threw, though, he really didn't land much. I mean, he landed some, mm. but it wasn't nothing that was going to ooh change the whole fight. Uh, and if you watch that fight, when Canelo knocks out Kovalov, it was a right hand before that left hook that set all that up. If you watch it, Canelo la- lands a big two. He goes kind of not really staggering, but his body's not moving right. And then he catches him with that left hook against the ropes. And then catches him with that final right hand that put him to see. He was asleep. 
his sleep. He got lucky that them ropes held him up because if not, his head was fixed to bounce off that canvas. He just uh. he just laying there on the rope. He was <laughs> done. He was done. Uh, and I, I tell you what, Canelo does not need to stay at seventy five. He he doesn't he doesn't look. Even his body wise didn't look good at seventy five. He just looked like he. I mean, he didn't look like he was out of shape by any means, but he just didn't look. He don't look like a, a light heavyweight. He don't look like no. a one seventy five. I think I think that sixty sixty eight would be perfect if they get Andre Ward like you predicted, David. Uh, like we predicted Andre Ward, but you predicted Cinco de Mayo, which I think is perfect, and I think that is a I think that is a big possibility. I think if they don't get Andre Ward, they'll do that Masvidal fight just because the world would want to see that, and they could hype it. Dana White could hype it. Uh, go and what's funny is he's gonna they're gonna bash all this shit about Golden Boy and do business with them to rake in money. <laughs> money talk, money talk. <sighs> it does, that's, that's, but you know, you know, Dana man, he's always talking shit about Oscar. Always, he hates him. That. But he'll take that money when they got a chance to make it. They're gonna be best yep. friends here in about. They're gonna be <laughs> best friends if if they don't get Andre Ward, which I would love to see because I think Andre Ward's a perfect fit for Canelo. The, True that. Andre Ward wasn't a big wasn't a big one seventy five or either. He wasn't a tall one seventy five or. But I, I think him and Canelo be really well, and I think that'd be a boxing fight of the year if they got it. Uh, but they uh. Like I said, if they don't get him, it's going to be Masvidal. And y'all's going to see a fucking turn and Dana White shit talking on Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, after it's over, after this is over, you watch it, they'll be buddies because they're going to make <laughs> each other million. They're going to learn how to fucking use each other. Yeah, true. True, true, true. And the uh, only I just... they don't like each other right now is because it's all over money. Yeah. Oscar wants to outshine him on an MMA card or a fucking boxing card, and it pisses Dana off. So Dana calls him a piece of shit. And I'm like, but you do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does the same damn thing, man. They're, they're both greedy motherfuckers that just get mad at each other. They're like those two richest dudes in your towns that don't like each other, you know? <laughs> they want to claim the whole world, you know, which there's nothing wrong with that. They're doing a good job at it. But they're just mad because like, they're each other's competition until they become friends here in about another four months with the Masvidal pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, man? It was a good fight. I mean, Canelo, he he looked good, man. He was he looked pretty, uh, pretty solid and uh, – mm-hmm. You know, um, he stayed in the pocket just because he he cut the reach off of Kolov. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good fight, man. And and seeing that knockout, it was just like, I mean, we all predicted that Canelo was going to win, anyways. Yep. So, you know, it was it was a pretty cool fight, man. I, can't, I, I said like I can't remember what round I said he was going to get. It was a late round. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you. I think you said at the end of the tenth, beginning of the eleventh. Yeah. But he was going to get knocked out. There. Yeah. And what happened? That. It was at the eleventh round. You just get you just get those vibes, man. You start watching. You're like, I just knew Kovalov. And the reason I think David's right with the uh, Kovalov, uh, not Kovalov, but Canelo Ward, is days before the fight. I was watching interviews and uh, on YouTube on all the fucking 
different people who have YouTube shit. And Andre Ward was on one of them. And Andre Ward said, well, Canelo's fighting Kovalov. He's not fighting the Crusher. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I think I think that right there, yeah, that's enough to rattle that old dog's chain to teeter to come back out. Like, like you could see that old fighter still left in him. Yeah, that's you know, probably like, fuck, I'm going to come back. <laughs> yeah. And which Ward, was, Ward wasn't fast. Ward's just a tactician, man. He's very, very technically sound. He knows how to fight in the pocket. He knows his reach. He knows how to cut you off. He knows how to get inside. He knows how to keep you outside if he needs to. Mm-hmm. But he, he learned all that. He used to he train learned, with his brothers, too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was a sparring partner with them. And, uh, I mean, why do you think they're boxing so good? That's why their hands are yeah. good. You know, they train with hands. Yeah. Uh, and the thing with Ward is Ward learned all that in the amateurs. He, you know, he won, he won a gold medal in the Olympics, uh, Olympic gold medalist. I mean, he, he knows his things. He knows how to use everything that he's got to do, you know, to, to get ahead in the fight. So I, I think if he fights Canelo, it'll be really interesting. It'll see how much Canelo's grown. Uh but ultimately, I, I think uh, I'd love to see it. I'd have to wait till to watch uh, training camps to see who I'd actually pick and weigh in <laughs> to see who I pick. I can't, I can't just pick one right now. Can't just pick. Look at the knockout Kovalov the last fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good prediction. I mean, we we all called it. We all said that it was going to be in the late rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Canelo was going to win, uh, knocked his ass out. So. Kudos to Canelo, and uh, hopefully we get to see that uh, Ward Canelo fight in Cinco de Mayo, just like uh, the way uh, David predicted. If, if no, not, it's gonna happen. Yeah. If, no if Masvidal. Not, yeah. If not, that Masvidal fight will be fun. It'll be fun to watch on all the on all the fight hype. Yeah, I like yeah. to see it because uh, yeah. Masvidal deserves to get paid. I'd like to see it that way because I, I mean, do too. Yeah, I just like it because I know Masvidal is a fucking killer. And he'll go in there and do his thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like yeah. Connor, Connor wasn't a killer. Is the only thing I didn't like about him stepping into boxing. Boxing, you only really get, uh, you know, you only got two weapons: your hands. So mm-hmm. you really, you really got to use that killer instinct. Not just your instincts, but you know, there's a, you, you only got two things. I'm limited to two things. I got to make the best I can do with these. And Connor wasn't that guy. Connor was that guy that tried to wait for a big left hand. Well, you're not going to get that chance in 12 rounds with Floyd Mayweather, unless Floyd's just messing with you and let you have some opportunities to swing. But and you know what would be like awesome Mar-Bow? too? Yeah, and you know why it would be awesome too? Just because uh, Robert Duran was with him. Yeah, yeah. with Masvidal. And, and you know, you know Duran Senior. He's uh, he trains people. There's there's a bunch mm-hmm. of videos you got out, and so he would have someone very technical. In his corner, which is what Connor didn't do. Yep. Connor was just like, oh, I'm going to fight Floyd here. I'm just going to jump right in and take just my normal guys who helped me over here to train to fight Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he do? Connor spar- he sparred Polly Malinagi. That was his uh, pre- preparation for Floyd, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we all see how Polly goes, you know? Uh, those, those hands. Pillows he, broke for hands. hands twice, he broke his hands twice in sparring. That's ridiculous. What's going on, guys? Hey! Hey, we got Esteban Payan. All right. 
All right, y'all. So uh, we have Esteban Payan, El Terrible, as what they, they, they call or he calls himself. El Terrible, I like it. El Terrible, yes, sir. Uh, a badass in the cage, a badass in bare knuckle fighting. He's also a uh, professional boxer. Um, Esteban Payan fought in the UFC, VBK uh, one, uh, BKFC one. Um, I mean, he's fought in regional, he's fought in King of the Cage, WSOF. I mean, the list goes on. This guy has fought everywhere. Um, he's always getting phone calls to go and fight overseas. So, you know, everybody wants Esteban to be on their car, which is pretty cool. The price is right. (laughs) So Esteban, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's a... Long time coming. I know me and you have been uh, talking either over the phone or by text trying to get you on the show. So thanks for making the time, man. No problem. I thought I was something special, but it's not. We're kind of talking. What? Kind of? Well, I mean, we were kind of talking about the subject, not not just, oh, you know, oh, between oh, us. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> personal. <laughs> <laughs> Way to piss off the guest. Damn, bro. He knows what's up. Punch him in the eye for him. Just, just, punch, <laughs> just, just punch him in the eye when you see Bernard. He deserves it. Trust me. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, now well, quick, 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 quick question I got. What's did you Did you ever watch Eric Morales, the boxer? Yeah, Eric Morales. and Morales, the original attorney. But everyone always asks, like, like when someone sees me with the shirt on that says out to really, oh, he's here. I'm like, <laughs> you're here. <laughs> that's why I had to ask. But that's why I said it when he said El Terrible. I was like, okay. I was like, I, I knew you did some boxing. I knew you did some. I knew you did well, the bare knuckle boxing. It's like an old trainer I had. They start calling me that because I started going on my first show up to his MMA gym. I started sparring with Bader and C and Jamie Varner, and I'm like a kid uh-huh. right off the street. I don't know shit. You know, I just got out of the army and I just. <laughs> I start began using a sparring dummy, and I'm fighting at 155, and these guys are Bader and CB Dalloway, you know, Aaron Simpson. These guys are 85, 205ers, and here I am with them. And I said, you get in the ring with me, I'm going to do terrible things to you. I didn't care. Like, <laughs> that was nice. I like it. That's a great way to get that name. That's a great way to get that name. That's an earned name. That's an earned name right there. Well, it's not like, or like I used to show up and when I sparred that first time, like I used to spar there. I showed up at like noon and I would do fucking rounds for Varner, Jamie Varner when he was getting ready. Then I would come back at fucking five in the afternoon to spar with Bader and CE because they were getting ready for a fight. So that's that's where I started doing all my learning for fighting. Absolutely. After those, after those guys all left the gym. Then the trainers started training me, and then I started falling apart. <laughs> but they just they, they blamed it all on, oh, well, you're getting old, you're getting old. Like, because I started getting caught with the stupidest punches, and like, how the fuck does that drop me? Like, they're like, oh, well, it's with age, and your chin is getting weaker. And then I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, and now when people watch me, they think I got this iron chin. I'm like, well, that's the first thing. It's like that, that made up myth. Like, everyone that says, like, the chin, like, no, it's not the chin that takes the damage, it's your brain stem. It's like whiplash. When you get whiplash, that's what a fucking punch is. It's just whiplash. It's just the yep. chin. That's the bottom of the tree that you chop down. But a lot of people don't get all that shit. They just listen to these dumbass trainers like, oh, well, you know, uh, I don't really know what's going on. It's your chin. Your chin's weak. 
by the terrible the chin is the fucking hardest bone in the body for your mm-hmm. jaw that's what, the jaw is the hardest bone in the body you chew when you talk obviously when you're freaking like our buddy over there that was uh, denying our, our relationship you know he has that strong jaw bone <laughs> I think he's talking about you, Roberto. <laughs> and, and, and you know that's I, I, I totally agree with you on that. And that's that's Asshole. why a lot of a, a lot of people and a lot of trainers come on, don't come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of trainers don't strengthen the neck up of a fighter. Well, yeah, it's it's just there's a lot like I tell you there's a lot to it that people don't get like like I said the thing, first thing I tell you like that brainstem thing like that's where you take all the damage like and then that, that's the, the worst part like they they trainers start telling me how like, to turn with it but and when you turn like a lot of them are showing me how to turn the wrong way and you break that connection with the brainstem and you make it that much weaker you know what I mean it's like bending the tree before fuck and then chopping it yep but I said it's a lot like I, I had dumbasses it was just like dumbass trainers like like I could beat up their guys. Like I told you, I'm bait, I'm sparring with Bader, CB, like even the pro boxers, and I'm not getting hurt because they're busy training those guys and just ignoring me. Like you know, I'm just the, the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, and I'm learning. I'm actually learning, and a lot of these guys are like. Then when it's my turn, when I got to fight, they start focusing on me and taking care of me, and then I start getting worse. And they're like, "Oh, I don't know what happens." Like in the gym, he's a monster, but then in the fights, he it changes. I'm like. Well, like I, I didn't understand it either. But then, like I, after I left, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what it fucking was. Because, like I said, I, I unplugged from that matrix. That part, yeah. I, I fell apart from there. But then that's where everyone's like, oh, well, you're, you're not doing too good in your career. And I'm like, well, of course I'm not. I'm fucking called last minute notice. I, I, I don't really get to train and just show up and fight. Like one of the things was like with boxing, the way everyone says, oh, oh, boxers are paid to throw fights. Like, no, we're not paid to throw fights. We're paid to come in on two, three days notice, no training, fucking cutting 20 pounds and fighting these fucking world-class boxers. That's where they get built up. Yep. But no one no, no one sees that. Everyone thinks that everyone goes with that dumbass, like, oh, uh, they're, they're paid to the fight. No, motherfucker, we're not paid to the fight. We're just paid to come in fucking undertrained and not ready. Yep. Like, Absolutely. Like, like, that's one of the things that happens with me. Like, I start doing good with some of these boxers, and my ratings go up. And then they put me with the next level guy, and like I'm not even done with that. Like, I'm, I'm still learning new things. Like, like I tell you, my last bare knuckle fight. Think about it. I fought a third, number thirteenth ranked boxer, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, that was bare knuckle." I'm like, "No, it was basically boxing without boxing gloves." That's yep. Like, it was like, like, that's what I was thinking. I thought it was gonna be like the BKFC, where I could hold this motherfucker and punch him. They're like, "No, you can't do that. Just boxing." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's where I was gonna make my money. Like, I was gonna grab that motherfucker and I was gonna fucking. No, I mean, I was going to make him learn to fight. But no, then they, they turned it into fucking, oh, no, it's it just boxing just without gloves. I'm like, okay, well, fuck, I got to make another game plan. So same thing, though. Oh. I came at that motherfucker. Just, and and, and uh, you had idiots like like Pat Militage. Like, like Pat Militage, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're the first UFC champion. But you're the first UFC champion from a welterweight for uh, years, the years when no one gave a fuck about the UFC. You're like, you're like the fucking lost ages. Like, congratulations. <laughs> Can any of you guys tell me one of Pat Militia's UFC title wins? Come on. Tell exactly. Me. Exactly. Everyone's like, oh, like, like, I, I got into it with him and all that, that good beer. Like, uh, I like more good beer. And uh, we, were, we were chilling after the fights, and like, uh, fucking, then you got Militia, you start trying to, oh, like, talk to him about bullshit. And I'm like, 
like Mark, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you won your fight without anyone. Like, don't don't listen to this. Like, just, just do what you're doing. And then fucking uh, she's like, oh, you're just you're just jealous. No one's gonna remember your fight because you didn't win. I'm like, no one's gonna remember my fight. I was like, I fought the ex world champion boxer. Clippier fought Jack May and fucking what's the guy? Uh, Mighty Mo. Like, yeah, tough guys. But yeah, that's a different skill level. Like, and like said, just in the fights, like you saw a different skill level between mine and Ishe's fight. Between that fight, there was a way different skill level. That's what I was telling uh, I was telling Robert the other day. I was like, that's what people don't get. Why no one likes BK or Bare Knuckles? Because you got. Did you ever watch that episode of The Simpsons where Bart <laughs> tells Lisa, "I'm gonna walk at you, swinging my arms like this. <laughs> if you get it, if you happen to get in the way, it's your fault." And then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna kick at you like that's basically how Bare Knuckle is." Like. There's no skill level to it. They're just like it's, it's just like drunk bar fights. Like, yeah, fuck this dick. Like, yeah, the fuck, you know, like you don't. They don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need a skill level. You got to sell a product. That's mm-hmm. what I told them. I'm like, I told that uh, the, the the that Balor, like, dude, you you guys are fucking up. Like, you're not gonna fucking sell these fights. Like, oh, such and such is gonna fight. Like, dude, who gives a shit? It's just dummies throwing punches. You know what I mean? It's, it's like the Bart Simpson at least. It's fucking fighting i told him to do a they're like oh well maybe we'll do a a, a title a, a, a tournament between Tunisia. i'm like dude fuck the tournament i'm like just do a seven round fight between me and Jay smith and that'll be the champion like because you saw you saw the fight we were both fucking dude like i said he's a world champion boxer and he's just running from me running and running and running yep. like, i oh, think you i think he was a uh wbc champion at 154 i don't know fuck he was in shit if, if I remember. <laughs> yeah well, that I mean, hell, he also—I mean, he also trained at the Mayweather's. You know, I mean, he's a boxing oh, yeah, dude. Man, that's probably why he fucking was honest. Well, that that fuck Ken. Afterwards, I was talking with Ken. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, you said if they step out of bounds, like they're gonna start taking points. They didn't take shit from him. And then he's like, oh, and then I was like, dude, you, you couldn't cut him off. He's like, oh no, I was like, he kept running. He's like, well, why didn't you cut him off? I was like, um, not know how to fucking how shapes work. You you were probably the dummy that put the triangle and the square when you were a kid. I'm like, you're in a fucking circle. How are you supposed to cut someone off? And on top of that, once you cut them off, they just step out of bounds. Like, he's like, well, we got things we got to work on. I'm like, oh, thank you. Well, your things you got to work on cost me $10,000. I mean, like, it's just in general, like, that the, I got, I got into it with uh, one of the fucking, the, the real owners that he fucking, because he said, like, after the fight, like, he was like, you saw him song that shit, like, oh, that was easy for us. That was it. Motherfucker, you're suspended for like 30, 40 days after the fight because you fucked up your hands. And, like, you could see the part of the fight where, like, yeah, there's really nothing wrong with Esteban. And uh, it was, it's, it's one of the, I was telling Robert, too, the other day, it was from, uh, you ever watch that old movie with Cuba Gooding Jr., Gladiator? Mm-hmm. Remember when he fights the boss, when the, the white kid fights the boss? And At the, the boss, end? Like, fucking, just starts blocking the fucking punches with his head. Like, yep. that's, all, that's what I picked up. Like, I was just blocking my fucking temple on my left side, and I was blocking my fucking nose and mouth with my right, fucking protecting my airways and everything. And I just fucking let him beat his fucking hands up on my head. Like, you could see how swollen his hands were in that fight. Like, I was literally beating his hands up on my forehead. Like, <laughs> but that, that was the thing, like, the whole thing with that bare knuckle. Like, they're all talking about how to protect souls to protect and this and that. Like, okay, well, I did the damage to him. Like I said, he was suspended. I was the next day looking for fucking new fights. So, yeah, who really won that? I right, told you, the worst they could have done is the draw. Because I said, the first fucking round, I give it to that. And, you know, I was getting the timing of it because he's just moving a lot. Second round, he started catching the beginning of it. Then I took over the third round, the end of the, the second round. 
And then the third round, I fucking I just chased him the whole time. It, it wasn't boxing. And then they were just like, they're talking about his boxing and the boxing. Like, dude, that's not boxing. That's what killed boxing. Boxing, like Mayweather, Mayweather, they were the great, like, yeah, he, he was good at avoiding a fight. That's what he was good at. Yep. But if you look at it, though, Mayweather's fucking, he, no one give a shit about Mayweather. It was like, oh, well, no, the, his last boxing fight. Like, no, you don't remember his last boxing fight. The last fight with Conor, that wasn't a boxing fight. That was a fucking, that was just a fucking gimmick, MMA versus boxing, and every dummy went and fought it. His real what? last boxing fight was against Bertle. Fuck, half the people don't even know he fought Bertle. They're like, what? When was that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then that's what I'm saying. Like, these bare knuckles, like, they're going to try to bring Ishay Smith with a fucking style that nobody wants to watch. And then even the thing he says after the fight, like, I watched that, it was like, oh, I don't care if they're booing me. I'm like, motherfucker, you better care because no one's buying these bare knuckle boxing because no one cares about it. Then when you're running like a little bitch, no one really cares about it because you're not fighting. You're, you're, you're boxing. Like, that's not boxing. You're, you're, like, too many people are confused avoiding a fight with boxing. No, it's you're avoiding the fight, motherfucker. Like, you're paid, to, you're paid to entertain people. Remember exactly. back in the day, like the gladiator days, like if those gladiators didn't entertain that crowd, those motherfuckers were dead. Win, lose, or draw, like thumbs down, you're all dead. Fuck, they should yep. do that now with a lot of these motherfuckers with, with fighting. If the crowd's booing, obviously you guys don't get your win bonuses because nobody won because you fucking you lost fans. And that, that that's the thing, like 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 BKFC, the same thing with them. They're, they're not nobody's getting really good fight. Like I said, like it's it, it, the quality, it's just shit quality. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, you know, because I know, like, the, the other promotions, they get these uh, guys that shouldn't even be fighting at all. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's it's horrible to see, you know, these fighters that are coming from out of retirement or, you know, that are getting into bare-knuckle fighting. It's like, they're just going to get more damaged and, you know, CT is there and it's going to happen. And, you know, it's just the quality of those fights aren't there. Oh, it's just the quality is not going to be anywhere. Cause like I said, like the main thing, like uh, the, the, the way that, that it works with uh, the, the impact of the blow, like so people don't understand with a glove and a bare knuckle, a bare knuckle. Yeah. You can get more cuts, but the thing with the, the gloves, like the boss glove, it's a, uh, it's force. The, 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 the formula for force is uh, acceleration times mass. You get more force. Now you got a bigger glove and the acceleration. Like some dummy was trying to tell me, like, oh, well, I could punch with, with the glove. Your, your, your acceleration slows down. I'm like, no, dude, it's a fucking uh, a 10 ounce glove. Are you that stupid? Like, no, it's not like you got a fucking boulder. It's just, but I said, now you, and then I told him, like, well, go, go punch a punch bag. Put, put it on. Uh, or I told him, I'll make a video tomorrow when I get out to my gym where I'm punching the bag with a glove and without a glove, and you'll see which one has more impact. And then the dummy went, and he's like, I'll go do it myself. And he did, and he's like, oh, God, he's right. Like, <laughs> but he, well, that's a lot of people. So that's where I ended up doing a lot of learning, because I went back to school, because I was like, a lot of this shit was making sense. They had these dummies that never fought, but they were trying to teach me how to fight. But I guess I had more fucking fighting from just getting in street fights. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to school and I started taking like exercise 101, exercise 112, biology, nutrition. And I'm like, oh shit, these stupid motherfuckers. Like, that's all I could think. Like, <laughs> like, like, how are you figuring out all this stuff? I'm like, because I've learned the wrong formula. It's like, well, they weren't even real formulas. They're, they're, they're professors. Like, they're just making shit up. 
And then I was like, oh shit, like that makes sense. And then some of these, like, like, like some of these, I've met a lot of the dummies out here in Arizona, like, like Henry Segudo, his boxing coach, that that fat guy, Alan Beers. That motherfucker just picked up shit that he picked up from me and other fighters. Like, he was a, he's another phony, like, just, just, just sitting there. Like, 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 he's like most of these trainers. Most of these trainers, they use a lot of these fighters. Just like, remember when you were a kid, you'd go play Street Fighter, you had a pocket full of quarters. Well, guess what? Most of these kids, that's all they are, is a pocket full of quarters to half these trainers. You get the next one and the next one. That's when you get these big monster gyms like, like Greg Jackson's. You know what I mean? That's a prime example of quarters. You got a whole fucking kind of quarters over there. You know what I mean? But because everyone just keeps coming in and coming in and coming in. But now you got guys like Cowboys. You know, other fighters are like, yeah, dude, this, it's a fucking McDojo now. Like most of these places, they turn into McDojo, <laughs> and they just you use could the do the over. You could do kickboxing here. You could do well, yeah, I could do it through what fucking. Moms and dads fucking training alongside their kids. Like, what does that matter? It's ah <laughs> <Man>, fuck. <laughs> hey, I like it. Keep going. Keep going. Nah, that's real, man. That's what we're about on here. That's what we're about. <laughs> well, a lot of people are like they, they, they talk like I'm crazy. I'm like, I'm not crazy. I'm telling you guys from experience. Like, like I said, I got everything. Like. People just and, start hiding. They, they follow a, a matrix and they, they, just, they just want to be a part of it. They just plug into it and they start eating it away. Like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I know because I was part of that shit. Like, I tell you, just little things I went to when I went to school, like just learning like simple motions of the body. I'm like, oh fuck, like that's how that's done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now with all this, with all this experience that, uh, you know, I that you're follow, experiencing, uh, um, I know you tagged me a lot on Facebook uh, with uh, you uh, training the, uh, you know, the little ones with the kids. How did that come about, man? Because uh, I know Arlo, he trains uh, kids as well. Because um, Arlo's a, is the boxing coach. Um, how did that come about with you getting uh, these kids uh, involved in in combat sports and and you you know teaching them all this stuff? Well, I just I started with. Uh... I was helping a buddy out because when I was going to school, and I started helping this buddy out because he did people to help train at his gym. So he's like, "Hey, can you do this?" And like, I started training this little boy, and then I started getting really good at it. And I, I just like I liked helping the kid because same again, like Henry Seguro's boxing coach he used to train this kid, and he just would talk shit about this kid like, "Oh, the kid sucks," like because like he, he didn't like it. He said the kid wasn't good, and I told him, "Yeah, I started training him. And he's really good." He's like, "No, dude, that kid sucks. He's not that good." I'm like. Dude, it's a fucking six-year-old little boy. How the fuck does he suck? Dude, you suck. You're a fat piece of shit. Just, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of these dumbass trainers, they, they land these these kids that got natural what? talent. And that's like, sorry, a lot of people think I had natural talent. I was like, no, I'm not fucking naturally talented. I'm from the fucking ghettos. That's all we do is fight. That's where I learned to fight. They were like, yeah, that guy, he's just, he's just a naturalist. And I'm, no, I'm not. Fucking, I grew up fighting. That, that's not natural. Like, like one of the, this, this older guy I was training, like, one of the guys told me, he's like, oh, he, the guy hates getting hit. And like when I started working with him, I started showing him. He's like, yeah, I don't like getting hit. I'm like, and I told him, like, do you want to know what my first reaction when I like, first got hit? He's like, what? I told him, I started crying. He's like, what? I was like, I was a fucking six-year-old little boy. <laughs> I wasn't a grown-ass man, but you know what I mean? Like, it's that stand. I, I said it in that video with that BKFC documentary. Like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like, that's, you know what I mean? So everyone needs to get hit every now and then to realize, like, it's not really that bad. Like, oh, shit. Like. I'm not going to die. You know what I mean? Like, too many people are afraid of it now. Like, people are afraid to get hit. People, 
people are fucking afraid of everything. Like everyone, like people, the, the stupid shit you can see that I post on Facebook. Everyone's like, "Dude, you're a savage." I'm like, "No, I just grew up in the time when people didn't act like bitches." I got kicked out of a Facebook for fucking four or five days, whatever, for posting a picture of, uh, it was like someone under a blanket saying, this is the only ghost I'm trying to see this this, this Halloween. And it's basically like someone giving a head under a blanket. And I got kicked out of Facebook for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to see. It's like a, a, a head under a blanket. <laughs> but are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and the fucking part uh, was, I didn't even post it yet. I literally just, uh, I put like post, and as soon as I went to post, they just came up to block. Like you're in jail. I'm like, then no one even like I was set up. Someone framed me. Was <laughs> <laughs> set up. <laughs> All I could think, I'm like, fuck, like, I posted some, some horrible shit. Like that wasn't even that bad. I'm like, fuck, like I, was, I, I think I posted something worse than that. Like. Like, I think it was like one time I posted this whole like this guy had like his hand where Jesus is like reaching out and he's like fuck you like that's a horrible way to masturbate now when you got fucking Jesus as your hand. <laughs> yeah, but I, you you're know. nuts. <laughs> oh shit. So uh, are you guys are you guys holy rollers too or what? Is that no rollers? You wanna be yeah, man. That's a we're, we're, we're an R-rated show, brother. <laughs> I always tell everybody, I was like, I'm like, they're like, you don't believe in any of that shit? I'm like, yeah, I used to believe in it. You know, the same thing. I used to believe in fucking He-Man and fucking the Ninja Turtles. Like, all that shit. Like, everyone's like, oh, well, there's a book about it. You know, the, the Bible, this and that. I'm like, well, yeah, there's comic books. You, know, you got the Superman. You got, they're all books. It's all, it's all fucking make-believe. Like, I'll fucking tell everybody. Uh, well, the worst one was that moment I posted. Like, what was that one? Uh, how do you guys know Jesus wasn't gay? He wasn't saying amen. He was saying amen. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> savage. You're a savage. <laughs> but you're entertaining, bro. You're entertaining. I'll like everybody gets mad at me. Like, uh, I had a couple. Like, I remember, like, uh, I think I tagged you guys in one of them. The one where I put the thing about uh, the Adam and Eve story. I was like, dude, Adam oh, and Eve, that's, yeah. like, that's where incest started. And they're like, no, he, he wasn't uh, his, uh, Adam's daughter. I'm like, yeah, he fucking was. They're like, no, it wasn't. It was his rib. It wasn't his sperm. Like, my rib is bigger than my sperm. So that's going to be my kid, whether you fucking, the Bible says whatever. Like, I watched the Oh, movie. dude. <laughs> And go beyond uh, the bathroom. Like, what do you think is bigger? The fucking your point zero 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 ounces of fucking nut or your rib? Like, that was <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, you're nuts. Uh, so, changing the subject. <laughs> um, so, I, I saw on a post, uh, me and David saw on, the, on one of your posts that you're. Uh, you know, looking for a fight at the end of the year before the end of the year. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it just it, it doesn't matter. I just want to fight. Like, I had time. Did I, I enjoy it because uh, I, I learn from it. It's a learning experience. Like, I take care. Like, right. One of the, it's hard for me to get sparring. Like, I was telling Robert the other day about uh my last fight with Ishe. I didn't spar for a month. Like before the fight, I didn't get to spar for a month. I couldn't get any sparring. 
And then not only that, but I was coming off of a broken leg. I literally broke my leg in June. And then... Uh, at Combates, right? Yeah, I broke my my, my uh, fibula in June in Combates. And, uh, yeah, in fact, I was fighting a month later. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. You're a beast, man. So if, uh, if the next fight comes, you wouldn't care what it is? It could be in MMA, boxing, or in bare like knuckles? Like you said earlier, it could be your mom. It could be fucking... <laughs> It doesn't matter as long as you get matter. paid, right? I, I was thinking about doing that fucking that arm wrestling. I'm like, dude, how do I get into that? Well, they arm mm-hmm. wrestle, but beat the shit out of each other because I'm pretty flexible. I can get my fucking legs up there. Oh, the fucking arm wrestling and they're like kicking and punching the shit out of each other. I'm like, dude, I could probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> or do the slap, the slap fighting. I don't like that thought. I hate like fuck. Don't do like slap in the hell no. You got these like 400 pound men that I'm like, dude, I'm only 170 pounds, 80 pounds. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna slap against a fucking 400 pound guy. Like, like, like them dudes' hands look like big old cast iron skillets. Exactly. You know, they're like, they're like 10 inches around. And yeah, thick exactly. they all wide. I mean, no, ain't I'm nobody like, that if, right, if I could dodge, like, yeah, with different thing. If we could dodge, you know, I'm slipping, like, Okay, but I'm not gonna sit there and wait for this 400 pound man to fucking frying pan hand across my face. And, and you know the, the thing is, is a slap. I think of a slap with the fingers and palm. Like they get like the butt of the hand in there. Oh yeah, like they're the not. They're not, doing, they're not slapping. They're yeah. still arming you. Yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> it? Oh, and that's well, besides that, like, the fact the hands like thirty pounds, with their hand weighs thirty pounds. So oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I said like if if, we, if I I'd, I'd fucking fight one of those guys, but I wouldn't fucking sit there like okay, let's, 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 you go, know, it's my turn, my fuck you, dude. Like let me do it with a frying pan. That fucking <laughs> that's how big those guys are. <laughs> Fuck, it's like a fly spotter or something, like, but a good old school one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fucking wires. <laughs> oh, spanked with them shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, Stefan, thank you so much for being on the show, bro. You are our one entertaining person, man. <laughs> you are awesome to talk to. Off the show as well, when we talk over the phone, man, it's it's just nothing but laughs, man. Um, hopefully, we can get you on again uh, before your your next fight. Hopefully, you know it's uh, before the end of the year, and that way we can promote you and and your next fight, man. Yeah, fuck. Well, just hopefully I can find the fights. Yeah, fight. even if it's not, even if it's not this year, you know, whenever whenever it is, let's get you back on it, man. So that way we can hype it up for you. All right, sounds dancing good, with the stars. <laughs> that's you with the stars <laughs> I don't know I'm pretty good you're, you're pretty good at dancing there I used to break dance back in the day do the windmills and all that crap there you go yeah. put, that, put that piece of cardboard on the ground I'm old school remember I told you like, I remember when I used to break dance with my buddies when we'd go, go practice we'd drive around on our bikes with a tile on one hand and you know the fucking holding the the bike with the other one, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Get the well, jumpsuits on. 
Uh, I had to do a jumpsuit. Uh, I used to do the, the solo pattern, solos and the solo, and yeah. Interstate, whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am. Oh shit! The best part about those pads is like, dude. I remember when I used to wear interstates. I used to fucking go like skip school and I go steal some forties, some King Cobras. And oh, dude, you can easily put those in those pads. Easy. You can hide everything. Hell yeah, you could. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right, brother. Was well, there any uh, any any shout outs or anybody you want to say thanks or you know whatever, man? Go for it. Uh, I'm good. I'll, I'll talk to you guys another time. I'm, uh, no, no. All right. Well, that's fair enough, man. Right on, brother. Thank you so much, man. We'll catch you on the next one. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right, homie. Peace out. <laughs> Dude, he's funny as shit. Yeah, he he's hilarious. Dude, when he he'll just randomly call me and I'm like, oh, okay, time to get time to start laughing. <laughs> or he'll he'll just like text me and I'm like, man, this fool is nuts. <laughs> man, that dude seems wild, man. He's he's cool as hell. Yeah, hey, what did you he'll, he'll just. Huh? What did you tell me? In what I wanted to ask him is, uh, you guys heard about how Darren Till uh, was it Diego Sanchez that called him out about like keep being scared going into the cage. You should have said it. Because <laughs> I mean, he's like a fighter's fighter, like since he grew up. You know what I mean? Street fighting, uh-huh. bare boxing. So like when he goes into a fight, he's one of them type where he's gonna he's gonna, he's throwing down. You know, he's he's a Diaz type of guy, Diego Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So. That was something I did want to ask him, but I mean, he you should that, ask that, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but just, uh, yeah, just jump in, scared. man. Just jump in and and yeah. be scared. <laughs> <laughs> so join, join what he had to say and uh, get some good laughs. So he's a, he's a cool guy, though. He's funny as hell. He knew he wasn't yeah, on yeah. camera. He was back there dancing with Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> Singing that Beauty uh, and the Beast song, <laughs> dancing with Canelo. <laughs> hey, why don't we go back to a let's rehash uh, two forty four. I mentioned Darren Till. Uh, Darren Till defeated Calvin Gastelum. Uh, I don't know if y'all. I think we all picked Gastelum. Till went in there, got the job done. I mean, there was controversy with the weight cut. He ends up getting the W. One eighty five. Till, what does he do at eighty five now? Yeah, I forgot that was the one we did pick. Uh, <laughs> we that fight was boring. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was boring. Um, but was it more boring I than really the didn't... Lewis fight, though? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Lewis's fights are never boring. At, at least that, that one fight, uh, it had us waiting the whole time wondering if... Someone was gonna get knocked out, you know, because with those big guys, dude, anybody could get knocked out like in an instant. And this fight was just like, dude, when is it gonna end? Why does this have to be the the co-main event? Should have been uh, uh, Wonder, Wonder Boy, Boy, dude. That fight was yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, he yeah, broke it both was. hands, too, in that fight, too, he said. Yeah. St- Steven Thompson, man, he's... Um, I've always liked the way he fought uh, or fights. And, uh, you know, this fight against uh, Vicente, it was just an awesome fight, man. And I know, uh, just like Rudy said, it was an awesome fight that should have been the co-main event. Uh, the Kevin Gastelum, Darren Till fight, that should have been the, the starter of the main event. Yeah, another uh, fight, that, or actually, because it's a, kind of a must-win for Till, even though it was a, a weight class up and it was a tough opponent. But Stephen Thompson too, that's another guy at the you know kind of on the ropes. But even though he's a big star, he's, he's he was like a big. He had a lot of hype coming into the UFC. He's fought you know top guys, uh, fought for the belt twice. So that win kind of saved his ass too in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And, I mean that, yeah. But the Luke, it was zero takedowns. I mean, they just straight up, you know, just went to war, and it was badass. Yeah, I agree. It could have been a cool uh, co-main event leading into Nate and Jorge, though, for sure. Yep, yep, for sure, for sure, man. Um, you are though. Did you did you uh, had a chance to see the Stephen Thompson uh, uh, fight? No, I didn't catch that one. I didn't catch that one. Okay, but was he at eighty five? Are they at eighty five? Yep. Yeah, yeah. From here, I, I don't. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was. Well, yeah. From here on out, I don't know what they're gonna go with. It was a boring fight, like Rudy was saying. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know much of who's going on at eighty five anymore in there. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 for me. It's just it's a whatever uh, rink right now. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but we do have UFC coming up this weekend. Um, Zabit versus Kelvin, Qatar, and then we have uh, Volkov versus Hardy. Um, what are your predictions on that uh, fight, being that uh, Hardy's coming back after? <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how he wasn't suspended. Dana White. Yeah, it's all who they want Money. to put in there. It's all yeah. who they want to put in there. Uh, yeah. By some chance, he gets past, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, the Vol- Volkov? Volkov. 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 Yeah. Uh, by some chance, he gets past Volkov. I want to see if Derek Lewis can back his mouth up where Derek Lewis said he wants to. He wants Greg Hardy out of the UFC. Yeah. So, yeah. But, by some chance, Hardy gets gets past Volkov. Uh, I think Volkov has a Hardy has a chance to knock him out as long as he attacks, not like he did his last fight against that little chubby dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, because Volkov really only got hit one good time when Lewis. Don't get me wrong, Derek Lewis is a big dude, probably packs a lot of power. But only really got caught once the shot that knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And Derek Lewis is at a point in his career that he's going to have to learn. He's going to have to do cardio for a fight. Because he was yeah. gassing out, loading up every right hand up until the point that he knocked <clears> out both of them in fight. So I think Hardy, Hardy's got a chance because Hardy hits hard. I'll give him credit. He's a big dude. He, he can do destruction. I think Hardy can if Hardy can knock out Volkev, I think I think Derek Lewis takes him because Hardy doesn't like those little short pressure kind of guys. 
he proved that against his last fight. Yeah, no, I, I agree, too. I think uh, the thing with uh, Greg Hardy that showed in the last fight is um, once he knows he can't knock somebody out, like, really quick, um, he tends to just kind of just, you know, stay away, pick his mm -hmm. shots. And the guy was a tank, too, that he fought. I mean, he just kept – he was like Malone. a mar – That's right, yeah. <laughs> Post Malone, that was it. <laughs> so if he's unable to, to land some big shots on Volkov, I mean, it's going to be a battle. I mean, Volkov's a big-ass dude. Um, Hardy, I think, like you said, fighting the shorter guys – um, I think kind of we've seen we've seen what happened in the last fight, but this one here, Hardy's able to hurt him early. That's his chance to win the fight. Um, I see Greg Hardy getting it done though. I mean, shit. I mean, he's there. He's fighting in uh, Moscow for a reason. Junior Dos Santos is his training partner, so they kind of you know they sparred. He's replacing his training partner to get in there, and um, it's it's a big fight for him. It's a ranked opponent, so yeah, the Derek Lewis fight definitely makes sense, uh, especially if he gets Volkov out of there in fucking Russia. Absolutely. I, I think he loses to Lewis, though. If if Lewis comes in in shape, if Lewis takes the fight series, I think Lewis can beat Hardy. You know, speaking of, of, of cardio, if Lewis trains out in Houston, okay, and Houston is sea level, he mm -hmm. needs to come out to either to Albuquerque, um, Los Angeles, not Los Angeles, but out in uh, um, Big Bear, um, mm -hmm. Colorado, Somewhere where there's the higher elevation, that's where um, he needs to come and train. Did you see his Because last if he fight, wants to build up. He looked a lot better, man. He looked a lot better. His yeah. cardio was way better. <laughs> he did, but <clears throat> if he's going to, if by chance Hardy does win, like right. Arlo was saying, then he does need to up, <laughs> he does need to up that cardio. And he needs to change it up and go somewhere that the air is going to be a lot thinner somewhere and try to get uh, that cardio in against uh, Greg Hardy because Hardy does have the cardio um, until, you know, he needs to sit down and take <laughs> yeah. a quick puff <laughs> in between rounds. Um, but, you know, all kidding aside, if that fight does happen, if Hardy does beat Volkov, you know Derek Lewis and Hardy is going to get – it's going to happen. And heart, uh, 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 Lewis needs to get that cardio up. Yep. I let's mean, just he can train. That, uh, yeah, let's hope that this Hardy fight doesn't end in some other controversial <laughs> shit or like him low blowing Volkov and then DQing him or something crazy. You know what I mean? Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, and you know what, though? I mean, they, they give, they give uh, Hardy the coming event for this one, you know? Yeah. So. And He's got to live up to the hype for Dana White giving him another chance and putting him in as a co-main event for this I, uh, event. I've never seen someone get have so many messed up things happen to start their career. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's the lack of combat sport knowledge he had, you know, considering that he wasn't a fighter like – you know, he didn't have a, an amateur fight background. He didn't have a lot of non-fights before, you know, a lot of fights before the UFC. He didn't have a lot of fights before the UFC. So I, I don't I don't know if it's the lack of knowledge that's causing some of these controversies. But that last one was on his corner. You know damn well you ain't supposed to give him no inhaler. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of shit that you don't see normally. 
you know, happening in corners and happening fights. It's happening to this dude. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're if you're gonna get into the sport of fighting, you need to get and edu- get educated. I mean, every fighter needs to get educated on what the yeah. rules are, especially on the promotion who that you're gonna be fighting at, the commission, the rules. Um, that's all on the fighter. Yep. But then at the end of the day, too, the coaches, they need to keep, you know, the fighters on tap of what's going on and what's legal and what's not legal. So for him to take that puff, you know, on his last fight, like you said, that was all on the, the commission and on the corner for saying mm-hmm. yes. Well, for the corner to even ask, you know, and the corner to even have it. Like, you, you yeah. know, you know, it wasn't in Greg Hardy's pocket. Yeah, it's like, you it's know, like making a CBD rip in between rounds. You know I mean, exactly. like exactly not happening. So exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. I, I think if Hardy fights Lewis and Lewis comes in in in, in really good shape for the, that fight, I think Lewis knocks out Hardy because Hardy didn't like Hardy didn't like the exchanges. Uh. I don't want to say I, I don't want to say just yet he's going to be another Brock Lesnar that likes to beat on people, but doesn't like to take it. But early showings, that's what it's going with, you know. Mm-hmm. Now um, the main event, um, Zabid versus Calvin. I mean, these guys have some awesome records. Um, they've been into wars. They've you know. They're the main event for the reason. Um, who do you guys have uh, winning this fight, uh, David? Um, to Calvin Cater is a killer, man. I mean, he's going out there to fight uh, Zabit there. The fight got rescheduled. Uh, Zabit's been off for a little while. Um, he's, he, this is his biggest fight of his career, obviously, main event in Moscow. It's three rounds, by the way, too. It's uh, not five rounds. So uh, I think it's going to be a real scrappy matchup. Calvin Cater is not going you know, to go away easy. Because Zabit knows, I think, um, where the featherweight division is right now with Max fighting Volkan, I mean, um, Volkanovski, I think Zabit in an impressive win, he's next in line. So I think he knows this, and he wins in Moscow, puts Calvin Cater away. Impressively, Zabit insert for uh, for a title shot in 2020. And I got Zabit. I got Zabit probably by uh, some wicked submission like he's known for. Mm-hmm. So Because, I mean, he's skilled at all levels. It's just... If Cater's able to push him back, we've seen guys uh, push that beat back and push it. But it's a three-round fight. Uh, in the three-round fight, I favor the beat just about against anybody uh, in the featherweight division. Um, if he doesn't get the title shot in an impressive win, uh, he fights Yair Rodriguez. And they main event a, a card, for sure. Because that's a proper fight for him, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah I totally has to be winning um, by some kind of submission win. Um and it's crazy that it's just a three-round fight and not a five-round fight, being that it's a main event, you know, because <laughs> a, a, a lot yeah. of the main events are, are five-round fights. So I, I think it's because it's going to set up what David said about it. It's, it's setting up for the title shot next year. And like David yeah. said, he, he would take him in any three-round fight against damn near anybody. So instead of testing the waters, they're making, a, making it a three-round fight with well-known names, two tough-ass names. But they're, they're going to keep it that three and more in favor of Zabib. That's, that's my personal take. They're, they're going to hype this thing up 
to go for the fight next year. So they're using a, a two tough ass names and letting Zabib uh, pull off something, some fucking awesome ass, fucking wicked fucking submission. Probably in the third round, late second, third round. That's yeah. that's that, yeah, as soon, as, that that's what I was thinking as soon as Dave said this. Dave Dave made his point, and then I and then I was thinking it's only a three round fight. I'm like, that's it. They're hyping it for the for the title fight next year. Yeah, and yeah, year totally totally deserves the win against these two fighters. Um, so that way you could get to that win for the title shot. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting, yeah, interesting night. 45, we got Brian Ortega and the Korean Zombies, another kind of an interesting 45 matchup, but I don't mm-hmm. think uh, Ortega is going to get in to get the title shot before the beat because the beat went in impressively. Absolutely. Title shot. Uh, Dana Water, you know, that's it. That's the fight right there. Yep. And they could probably book it on a, a card where he's probably going to be in the building that night. Uh, Abib himself, his brother's fighting on the undercard. So uh, I've, I've heard that the Ferguson fight, that's Ferguson's next for Khabib. So that could be, you know, a stacked card where they could probably do Stipe, Cormier, adds a beat on there as well. I don't know how long of a timetable that would be, maybe maybe March or so. But, yeah, Ferguson, Khabib is happening. Fuck well, yeah, it's going to be a stacked card too. It's going to be, a you know, double t- two titles. Uh, we're going to see a three-title uh, a fight at UFC 245. So UFC needs to stack mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, they're going to start 2020 uh, pretty big, and that'd be a way to start it out is Khabib and Ferguson, uh, Stipe and Cormier uh, trilogy. Yep. So it's going to be a good fight, um, a good, uh, and it's going to be early too. It's another early event. Um, I think it starts at like 7 in the morning or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's going to be another, another early uh, fight. Uh, main event starts at 1. Um, that's so, all that matters. One PM, we can catch that. We can we can replay all the other ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, any last thoughts, guys, before we uh, end the show? Oh yeah, what's uh, your guys' take on? Um, yeah, Dominic Reyes is the next guy up for Johnny Bones. Um, does that fight happen before the year's out? Reyes no. is fresh. Uh, Corey Anderson. I think Dana White officially hate Corey Anderson, and he's not getting the title shot. So Dominic <laughs> Reyes against Jones, and uh, why not? I mean, if they can get it before the end of the year, hell yeah. But um, with what happened uh, at UFC 244, kind of ruled out one of the pieces to the puzzle. So undefeated Reyes, Johnny Bones. You guys like that fight, and who do you who do you like in that fight if it does happen? If it does yeah. happen. Um, I want Reyes to win. Um, I mean, will he I, win? Probably no, not. not gonna win. It's, it's not happening this year. I'll tell you that much. Not this year. For sure, it's not going to happen this year. Um, it, it's just too soon for it to happen for this year to, to happen this year. Um, it's got to be next year. Yeah, same here. First quarter, um, probably the end of the first quarter around March, it'll happen. March, that fight will happen. I'd like to see Reyes win it too. I'm tired of seeing Bones and shit, but ultimately, Bones will beat him. You, David. 
Yeah, that's a tough fight. I mean, love to see Dominic Reyes his rise up to his title. I mean, he's he's been doing work. I mean, he's a hell of a fucking like that mm. weight class. I mean, who's gonna fight Johnny? I mean, if Thiago Santos was healthy again, I mean, I think a lot of people would like to see him fight Jones because he kind of set the blueprint. Where well, over the years, I've thought that that'd be the way to beat John is to kick his legs out. Thiago took some chances in it, hurt his fucking leg in the process. But the closest guy to ever beating Johnny Bones was. Thiago Santos, who knew that was going to happen? So Dominic Reyes could probably mix it up well, and he's a big ass dude. He's probably, I think, he's taller than Jones. Um, he's got pretty good reach uh, uh, himself. So great matchmaking. I want to see the fight absolutely. And um, yeah, Jones is the man until he's he's taken out. And we've seen mm -hmm. a lot of hype trains and guys get beat, but seen them all get beat except for Johnny. And that's it. You're bringing up Maheta, dude. I think that would probably be a fight they're going to do before they give. John Jones, uh, Reyes, Reyes versus Maheta, dude. That would be a good fucking fight, dude. Good slugfest, and whoever wins that gets a shot at Jones. That's probably what's gonna happen, and I hope that happens. Yep, good, good, good call there, Rudy. That's a good call. Um, that's a that's a banger of a fight, and like you said, the winner of those two, um, you know, they get uh, Johnny Bones. So. But like you said, David, I mean, they've always hyped a lot of these fighters that are going to face uh, Johnny, and, and look what happens. He smokes them. Yep. You know, he's just a beast of a man. He's, he's very skilled. Um, you know, he hasn't been in trouble lately, so, you know, he's focusing a lot on his fights. And, uh, you know, Work he's been... Gain, one or the other. <laughs> but, and if uh, but, yeah, man. If the UFC money train uh, continues with these big fights, I think uh, the Cowboy Connor fight is is the fight is what the rumor is. So, John against somebody, Connor against Cowboy on the same card. I like that too. Yeah, start mm -hmm. the year off. No. No. Yep, it would be a good fight, man. Right on. I, so, go ahead. I, I don't. I don't think they'll they'll put the Jones on the Connor fight. Because neither one of those two is not going to want to be the main event. They'll yeah. they'll have they'll have the biggest ego issue of who's coming who's fighting last. Nobody's going to want to be the co-main. The co-main. Hmm. Nobody. Neither one of those sides. And Connor's not going to come out and be hyped up to fight Cowboy and it not be the main event. Now, what Dan yeah. wants. And it gets so that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, guys, thank you so much for another uh, awesome show. Um, I do appreciate that uh, you guys can uh, make time and and kill this uh, this show. Um, any last thoughts uh, before we end it? Nope. I'm good. Yeah, All out. right. Right on. Well, I just want to thank everybody that's uh, sitting down and uh, watching us talk uh, all kinds of shit. <laughs> talk about fights. And um, you can find us at uh, fightbookmma.com. Um, shout out to our sponsor, uh, Rio Grande Hemp Company. Um, shout out to Rudy for uh, sticking around and uh, making the, the show happen in the background. Um, thanks to all our fans. And uh, like I said, if uh, you guys can find us on our uh, Facebook group as well, Fightbook MMA, 
Um, we're always there. Welcome everybody to, you know, hang out with us and talk about fights and other subjects. So um, thanks so much. And Arlo, go ahead and shut up and close out the show, man. Right, like we always do about this time, baby. And when you want the best seat in the house, there's only one place to be. That's with me, Birdo, and David sitting ringside every Thursday. Peace. Right on. Peace out. Facebook is all about faces on Facebook. Yeah, and they do more stuff as well. But Fightbook is all about fighting on Facebook. And Fightbook MMA is just a really great MMA page on Facebook. It is unbelievable. All right, guys, my cousin, cousin Hein tells me all great things about you, so I figured to give you a shout out. You guys are doing an awesome job. Godspeed, party on, bada bing, bada boom, boof.